Hello. Yes. Aya, here we go. Yes. Saacha nianze. Oh, welcome guys to Nyambie, a podcast that comes to you every single week. So today we are going to tackle an episode on anxiety. Last week's episode was on stress and with us we are going to have a special guest with us, uh Esther Karanja, but before I'll have to give some insight on what anxiety is, the meaning of anxiety and the various causes of anxiety. Uh so first things first, um we are going to explain what anxiety is so anxiety is a feeling of fear dread and uneasiness and it might cause you to sweat feel restless and tense and also have a rapid heartbeat and it can be a normal reaction to stress for example you might feel anxious when faced with a difficult problem at work before taking a test or before making an important decision it can also help you to cope Uh so anxiety may give you a boost of energy or help you focus but for people with anxiety disorders the fear is not uh temporary and sometimes it can be overwhelming. So uh before we head to the various anxiety disorders uh I can just uh state some of the various causes of uh anxiety. Mm. Anxiety may because because of a certain thing uh maybe a distress uh tension maybe somebody is going to face like an exam so the feeling of being so much nervous and anxious towards the test so uh let me invite our guest Esther to take us through some of the various anxiety disorders and the various causes of anxiety disorders and also the symptoms of anxiety disorders and how they can be tackled or treated. Yes. Thank you very much, Babu. And my name is Esther Karanja and I'm very happy to be in this uh part of this discussion. And yes, I will talk about anxiety disorder. Now, what it means is is um anxiety disorder are conditions in which you have anxiety that does not go away and can get worse over time. So the the symptoms can inter- interfere with the daily activities such as job performance, schoolwork and relationships. Yes, so that is the definition of anxiety disorder. Yes, uh and so but uh whereas anxiety on the other hand is a temporal feeling of fear, dread and uneasiness. It might cause you to sweat, feel restless and tense and have a rapid heartbeat. Now for example, you might feel anxious when faced with a difficult problem at work or before taking a test or before making an important decision. But the anxiety may give you a boost of energy or help you focus. So being anxious is actually not wrong, but for people with anxiety disorders, the fear is not temporary and can be overwhelming. It can last to six months or even more. So when it lasts for more than six months, then we know that that's an anxiety disorder, or even for weeks. Yes. Wow. Hey, I, I, <laughs> as, as you're explaining, like I'm getting some certain feeling that I've been a victim of this for quite a long time on several <laughs> occasions, but it's well. <laughs> yes. So we we have symptoms, and I will take you through them. So we have so many symptoms of 
having anxiety disorders but i have i have only eight of them that i have seen from people around me even me yeah. <laughs> yes so um we have um uh, the first symptom is feeling overwhelmed by a little small task that you you're just tired they may seem easy to someone else but you just feel like they are so overwhelming another uh, symptom is overthinking overthinking things physical symptoms like upset stomach and hot flashes um which last for a period of 6 months or more and then you have procrastination or stressing for hours on things that uh, take minutes to do so when you find yourself you are always um procrastinating you want to do something but you don't do it and it's if you you do it repeatedly then that is a problem then you have poor concentration and um self uh, sleep problem those people with insomnia they may be going through panic attacks or anxiety disorders you can be worrying over things feelings when when uh, you might be worrying over others feelings when they hurt you now this can be in two phases you worry um about the feelings of others when they hurt you or you you are a people pleaser you know you worry that hey if i don't do something i will lose this person that's an anxiety disorder um another one is tension and so muscles among so many other symptoms and i have a disclaimer if you have one of these that doesn't mean that you actually have an anxiety disorder but if you have more than one or two then that shows that hey, you have anxiety disorder or it can be a panic attack or other um name other disorders that we have in the world okay so uh can you take us through like uh, at the various uh disorders the various anxiety disorders i've heard you talking about panic attacks and yes. can you elaborate some more i think there are three or four yes we have uh six we have six major types so i mentioned panic attacks they can be also termed as panic disorders now when a person is having panic attacks they can be very intense or and overwhelming now someone having a panic attack may experience shortness of breath chest pain dizziness excessive perspiration now when this happens you know that this one has this particular type of anxiety disorder that is called panic disorder the second one uh, is generalized anxiety disorder also termed as gad or gad now a person feels anxious on most days worrying about a number of different things for a period of 6 months or more maybe you are worrying about your marriage you are worrying about your relationship your job your home you just you are anxious about so many things now that one is termed as generalized anxiety disorder another another one um social anxiety now i have seen this from people who may be termed as shy and a person has an intense fear of being criticized embarrassed or humiliated even in everyday situations while in a social or public space we have people who can be so anxious while eating in public they are afraid of killing or um you know so many other things or someone who is afraid of talking to a large audience in public now that one can be a disorder um the third one is specific phobias 
uh, a person feels very fearful about a particular object or situation and may go to great lengths to avoid it. For example, having an injection or mountain climbing because one is afraid of heights. Um, also, we can we have people who have phobia of sleeping with lights off. For me, I might say that I am so afraid of heights. Mountain climbing is a no-no for me. <laughs> yes, so that is a phobia. And then we have the fourth one, which can be termed as post-traumatic stress disorder. If you if you find a person who has gone through a particular trauma or um, a disaster who has been involved in in war or an environment where there is a disaster like famine, you know, uh, then this means that they have post-traumatic stress disorders. Now, we have symptoms that can show that someone is going through post-traumatic stress disorder and they include difficulty relaxing, upsetting dreams and flashbacks of the event and avoidance of anything related to the event. If you, if you notice some of these symptoms, then you will know that this person is having us an anxiety disorder. The last one that I have for you today is obsessive compulsive disorder. A person has ongoing unwanted intrusive thoughts and fear that they can uh, and fear that can cause anxiety. Now, although the person may acknowledge these thoughts as silly, they often try to relieve the anxiety by carrying out certain behaviors or rituals. We have people who are always want everything to go perfect. You know, if a little thing like messes up in a very small way, they are so irritated because they want everything to go on perfectly, right? So that can be an obsessive compulsive disorder. You just don't want you just don't want anything to go wrong. Or we have people who want everything to be very organized. You see, um that is not wrong, but when it becomes so when you become so controlling of even the people who are around you that if they put something in a in a better place, maybe on a on a shelf, you become so irritated that even that becomes a disorder. Yeah, so those are the types that I have for you today. Wow, wow, wow. Uh yeah. so uh without my dad Ouch, English is hard. <laughs> Don't, I understand. Father, I do. Can we uh, go on ways to cope anxiety? How do you deal with anxiety? Uh, you found someone uh, being getting disturbed with anxiety. So how yeah. can this person uh, manage or treat anxiety as a disorder? So what are some of the uh, treatments for anxiety disorders? Well, we have one can seek medical attention or seek therapy from a professional therapist or counselor, but we also have self coping mechanisms for anxiety or even anxiety disorders. You can have these tips for anxiety or anxiety disorder. And they are okay, there are so many, but I have some that have worked for me and for people around me, my friends my neighbors, even an acquaintance, and some that I have read about. Well, you can start with writing down your emotions. If you're feeling so down, if maybe you've gone through a very bad experience in life, or a traumatic event has happened in your life, 
then you can write it down. Identify your emotions and write about how you're feeling in your journal. And I know writing journals has been overrated and people are always telling people, yeah, write journals and everything. But it is very helpful if you choose to take it. Um, if it doesn't work out for you, it's still okay. It doesn't have to. But it is very effective if you just take the step of writing. Um, you can also move around. Now, you, you can utilize your home space and do some home exercise or declutter an area in your home. You can decide that, well, today I will not suck up one number. You know, I'll just go for a walk, a nature walk, call a friend, you know, um, visit someone I know. We are in, this, um, in the middle of a pandemic. But you can call someone even as you walk around, you know. That can really, really help and it can uh, reduce anxiety. And after some time, you re- realize that, hey, this anxiety is actually gone. Um, the third one is, I have only four for you today. Oh. <laughs> so the third one is, you can limit time on social media. Now, don't focus on the news and social media. Spend time doing things that make you happy and engage in self-care. Sometimes when you look at others and you start comparing yourself to them, that can deprive you of your peace and you start feeling anxious. You start wondering, hey, why is everyone okay and not me? You know, everyone is just striving apart from me. But if you spend some time away from social media and do something like baking, if you love baking, you can cook something really good for yourself and your family. You can draw. You can do just something that you really love. You can play a game, engage in a social activity, you know, clean a church. I mean, these things will help you to reduce anxiety. Uh, you can also maintain social support. Now, in this one, you connect with your friends online and through texting, text messages or video chat. Check in to see how they are doing. Or even meet up with them. Even on, on Sunday, or you just go for a fellowship, or a, or, uh, a club meeting. Maybe you're in a particular club like Red Cross. Or, yes, like, be, be in, a, in a very conducive social support. Have your friends there. Talk with them. If you're not comfortable talking about what you've gone through in the past, you can talk about so many other things that make you happy. And this may reduce anxiety. Now, the last tip I have for you is if you feel that it is really, really um, affecting you, maybe it's trauma, or maybe you're an obsessive, you have obsessive compulsive disorder that you just want everything to go perfectly and you just don't know how to not have everything in control, you can talk to someone, talk to your mother, talk to someone older than you, or even you can seek therapy from a counselor you know yes and that will really help yes so those are some of the nuggets i have for coping uh, anxiety disorder wow so you've talked yes. about uh uh journaling uh writing things down and doing yes. your hobbies and stuff so to yes. me i think those fall under the cognitive behavioral therapy 
Yes. So this, yes. this is a type of psychotherapy that is often used to treat anxiety disorders. So this mm-hmm. teaches one different ways of thinking and behaving and it helps one to change and and how to react to things that may cause or make one to feel anxious, right? Yes. Then the other one is medicines where someone can use depressants, antidepressants, yes. and yes. also there's exercising and yes. uh, keeping o- going offline, like shutting your phone. If if mm-hmm. if you might find Instagram is pushing you harder to depression. Yes. Switch off your data, switch off your phone. Like I saw in some post the other day, someone saying mm-hmm. in a meme. Uh, like I was there in Instagram, so yeah. like everybody looks rich. <laughs> you can never imagine that Kenya has debt. <laughs> true, true, very true. Okay, so yeah, uh, uh, I'm glad having you today. It has been a very interactive session, and I wish to invite you more and more. Thank so, you so much for having me. Yeah, so you're gonna tell uh, our listeners bye as we bring the podcast to an end. Yes, so thank you so much, Krishna, for having time to listen to this session. I hope it is helpful, and yes, I'm grateful. Okay, thank you. That is all we had for today. Uh, until next time, I've been your host, Sipian Babu. Thank you.